Welcome to episode number 179, Jack of All Trades. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Heck, Goose, and Georgie. What's going on? Jack of all trades. In this episode, we have George Berdomas. We cover topics that range from multitasking, importance of focus, embracing, recognizing opportunity, raw hustle, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Chris Grosser and Thomas Jefferson. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe to drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, George. How we doing? Fantastic, dude. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Guys, I wish you could. This was recorded on some level because George's smiles from ear to ear over here. <laughs> Busy uh, as a bee today. Say that much. <laughs> Very excited. Um, awesome. No, we do appreciate you joining us. Um, I know every time we have a guest on, it, it really is... Uh, something to commend because I know everyone is so busy. Um, it's not that it's not that easy to kind of let loose for um, an hour or so out of your schedule. But um, we are appreciative and we're grateful, you know, for your attendance. Thank you. Absolutely, much appreciated for having me. For sure. Um, all right, so let's jump right into it. Let's do. Let's dive into the deep end, George. Yes. For those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, let us know. Uh, let's see what I don't do. So I definitely am not an actor. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so basically, I work for the state of New Jersey for Department of Environmental Protection for Human Resource Recruitment. So basically, I'm like almost not like a headhunter, but, you know, definitely help people with uh, employment and job opportunities. Anybody in college or anything like that, you know, coming on board. I do all the onboarding on the front of the line. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So you meet a lot of new people. Uh, one of the biggest things is I'm really big on diversity, not just from an HR perspective, but everything in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody that comes in uh, culturally, you know, backgrounds of thought processes and everything, everybody's different. Yeah. And it's cool because you cater to different needs and expectations. Yeah. So that's that part of the job. My second job, something I really love and I just started about a year and a half ago, is uh, becoming a real estate agent. Yeah. So, you know, I love it. It's, you know, every day it's a, it's a thriving day. Just yeah. like I said, Jack of all trades, you're constantly nonstop. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, the party never stops. Literally just coming in before here, always talking nonstop. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, I marry people. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a funny gig, but you know, at the same time, it's something that I truly love. And, uh, you know, it's something that I definitely take pride in as well. So, and then other than that, between hobbies, you know, I'm big on music. That's my, between family, friends, uh, music is definitely my outlet. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's got their problems. You know, I'm just like anybody else. I mean, I'm, I'm a very positive person, but you know, I got my own internal things and struggles. You know, I got yeah. OCD, ADD, anxiety out the wazoo. So, yeah. I mean, but you know, I handle it as best as I can, just like anybody in day, yeah. every day in life. So, I yeah. mean, it's cool. I mean, I, I enjoy it, you know, and, and, uh, 
the biggest thing in life that I always advocate for small business, just like we're here now. Exactly. You know, between the barbershop, you guys, now with my, you know, business on my own with real estate, I work for a small company, about to switch to another small company as well, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah no, I we, we definitely appreciate that too because, uh, you know, Georgie walks in, you know, he's shushing us because he's on the phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we accepted it because uh, he was wearing his blessed tee. Very so abrasive, I, I was. not um, We definitely appreciate that. So Absolutely. obviously the, the, the podcast is supported by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That's BL3SSED.com. Uh, so we appreciate you showing the love and support. Absolutely. It was actually one day we had a pop-up shop here at Miguel's Riverside Barbershop in Bristol. And um, Georgie had an appointment with my brother, which you all should do. Download the app. Absolutely. Um, super convenient. You come in at the time that fits you, especially yeah. for someone who's a jack of all trades. Oh, right? Miguel does everything for me. I mean, from head to toe. Makes me look my best, even though I might be 270 pounds with a dad bod minus the kids. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I still you try to look best as I can. You know, everybody comments on how you get your hair done and everything. And I always tell, it's my man Miguel down here. It's big, I mean, small business is everything to me. Absolutely. My dad's a big small business guy, has his own landscaping business. So that, to me, transitioned in my future. So, but yeah, barbershop definitely is a go-to here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know, always. Some people try to shop. I think. How old were you when the first time I ever cut your hair? Well, first of all, I was 170 pounds wet in a t-shirt. So, so he's his dad bod. I like to say five. So I definitely was probably about 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. I came in there rolling up, and you know, and someone said goose. I'm like, I'm like, who the heck is goose? I'm like, yeah. Dad used to go to my old boss Steve, and then he used to jump in my chair. Yeah, I jumped right in his chair, and next thing you know, I just it clicked right away, and he knew what I wanted, and you know. I was going on forever, and I didn't realize he took appointments until after 6 o'clock, and I started going somewhere for a quick second. I'm like, I can't do this. I, and he told me, I take appointments after 6 o'clock. So I'm like, yeah. I'm coming right back in a second. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's for like preferred special yeah. customers like you. I've been cutting you yeah. for a couple yeah. years. It's so the it's, respect. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think you know, for him and me, you know, I, I respect his craft, and it's truly an art. You know, yeah. Every, Everybody's got an art. Everybody's got a niche in what they want to do. And, and what he does and everything, is, it's truly amazing. And yeah. uh it's something that, you know, I appreciate every day. You know, yeah. I, I try to support anybody small business that I love and somebody who advocates for me as well. I yeah. mean, you know, between real estate and this, you know, he always tries to get my name out there, you yeah. know, and puts my name everywhere. So, I mean, I do the same support as back with anybody else, you know. Absolutely. So, it's always a love, you know. Absolutely. So, it's always like a brotherhood. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, all right. So, jack of all trades here. Um, if someone were to call you that, what would your response be? I was thinking about this earlier. So, I mean, you know, the biggest thing, the jack of all trades, I think of it as, you know, they they see it as a go-getter for me because yeah. people see my hustle. You know, I'm not a cocky person. I'm very modest. I'm very, I like to show my results, you know, but for me, people always go, ever since I started at Wendy's, you know, 14 years old, you know, finding yeah. how work is, making 525 an hour and then transitioning into a pizza place. Um, working three jobs at 16 is when I really started to figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, I worked at a pizza place, a golf store, and Julio's Pizzeria. I was there for 12 years, and it was a great place to work for. Wow. Um, and then definitely fireworks. They just gave you yeah. fireworks for that Yeah, one. so they're like, wow, 12 years. You know? <laughs> Very appreciative. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, great food and everything like that, and it was a great business and great relationships, uh, relationships that I made there. But, you know, overall, I had to, you know, I was ready, you know, it all – Long story, just went into a different place, and I had to go to, to try a different career. Sure. So I went into the real estate, and it changed my life every way. Wow. So it's awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it also goes to, you know, knowing a little bit about a lot, 
right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's very useful, right? Absolutely. It's almost like they call it the uh, the Swiss Army knife. <laughs> um, you can pull it out when you know whenever you need to. Yeah. Um, it's good to know. Yeah. Um, not to be so reliant on other people, mm-hmm. but figuring it out yourself. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you're gonna get scraped. Uh, you know, you're gonna scrape your knees here and there. Yeah. Um, it's not gonna be you know the prettiest sight, but at the end of the day, you figured it out. Yeah. Um, and I think there's something to say about that, right? Absolutely. It's, um, you know, the biggest thing for me, I haven't, I didn't really overcome like too much adversity, I guess you can say in life. You know, I grew up from a great, my family's awesome. I mean, yeah. my mom and dad are my rocks, Yeah. especially my mom. I mean, I've, she does, she supports everything for me yeah. and, uh, you know, anything that I could do now to help her to, to give back, you know, it's, it pays off and yeah. she's been my like number one supporter in everything I do. She's like, I don't care what you do, just be happy. So I yeah. transition that mindset into everyday life because yeah. you know, no matter what you do and what you love, you have to find a center of gravity what you're internally feeling because no matter you have to love what you do every day. Every day might not be peaches and cream. Sure. You know, because before coming here, I was working on like deals and stuff, but you know, you take a step back and you really realize where you got to. And yeah. like my parents and my dad, you know, grounded me through the schooling aspect. So, yeah. you know, I still remember in fourth grade failing in music, thing that I love the most now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. An F in music. So now, yeah. and he's like, if you ever get an F again, you know, um, you know, it's going to, you're going to have hell to pay. So I'm yeah. like, all right, great. So after fifth grade, I just, you know, turned it up in my grades and him grounded me in that aspect and my mindset and attitude. Definitely transitioned to high school, you know, having good grades there and then going after high school to um, have an associate's degree. And then I went, when I worked on my full-time job, I had to find somewhere else to go. So, I mean, I was at a low and, like, um, customer service title. Yeah. So, what I did was essentially I went back to school while working at Julio's and also my full-time job. You know, working at night every day, you know, to finish my bachelor's degree. I finished a two-year program in, in seven months. Wow. So it cost me a fraction of the price to go there. So hmm. That know, is awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, that transitioning helps me get to where I am today. That's another part. So, I mean, it really is hustling nonstop. Yeah. So it's always good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know, I know uh, me and you had a conversation and um, – one of your favorite songs and lines that Jay-Z says, can't knock the hustle, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what is your take on being, you know, a hustler? So it's funny. I actually was just listening to the song earlier today and uh, a little bit yesterday because I haven't heard it in forever. But I just, it's actually lyrically nothing with the song. It's just, I love the song and the melody, but it's just that, that front of the head line. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they tend to be envious of others because of their successes, you know. Yeah. But for me, I'm very grateful for everybody. You know, you do your thing. And for me, you know, every day I love to grind. I'm grinding yeah. every day because I, you know, financially want to be better for myself. Yeah. But I also grow as an individual, you know, wanting to make sure, you know, to strive for more goals. And, you know, and best thing I do is, you know, customer service is everything to me. I've yeah. been doing it for 15 years. so. Right. Customer service helps, you know, between, you know, Miguel's shop doing customer service. It's all about, you know, for the person, for the client. You might not personally like it yourself, but you have to take your own personal pride out of it. 
You know, yeah. you do your pride of the work itself. But if they want to get a haircut with a mohawk with a green, you know, whatever color, yeah, it don't matter. You right. know, you're there for them, and they're going to be happy. It's yeah. just like in real estate. You know, I might not like the house myself, but I don't care. I'm there for my client, and you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to process that as fast as I can and get it done for you. And it's someone, and you have to trust each other. You know, hustle is also trust, because you know, as you're hustling, you're gaining your know, knowledge and whatever expertise you're in. But you know, the people you meet along the way you want to be able to trust them so you build that relationship and that internal ground and it grows your business I yeah mean, it's awesome i mean i literally started real estate uh april of 2018 i didn't have my first sale till about i think november uh no it was like october september october and from there i hit the ground running like i was hustling those first four months i didn't have anybody to work with i was yeah. working non-stop and once I started really getting my name out there and just every day, you know, just blasting, you know, texts, emails, um, I got to $4 million within the first year of real estate, a little nice. over a year. So, I mean, it not only, you know, financially changed me, but as a person professionally and personally, you know, dealing with lawyers, attorneys, real estate agents, there's there's 15 people in a transaction at least yeah. that's 15 different mindsets yeah so everybody's hustle is different yeah. in that aspect too sure. you know i'm an add person i want it done yesterday right right, right. but everybody else could be slow as molasses and i'm sitting there i can't control it my client could be mad yeah but at the end of the day i mean you, you hustle as fast as you can you know and you try to help transition that to everyone else but everyone you know they have their own drive you know you mm -hmm. can't change their drive or mindset that's all in their self Absolutely, yeah. and I, th I think everyone, that's a great point to make when we talk about pace, right? So, like, everyone can have a hustle, right? right? But you could be faster than me, or Goose could be faster than heck. It doesn't matter. It's like, the hustle is not about the speed, right? Um, it's it's whatever works for that person. The, the, the ticket is not stopping. Right. I think that's the ticket, is constantly going after your dreams, your goals, persistently, and consistently and when someone were to ask you what you're doing there's no doubt in your mind or your response right exactly. right you know exactly what you're doing you yep. know exactly yes. what you want you know what i'm saying i, I don't i don't, there's one thing in me in life is like i'm pretty set in my ways i think i got that from my dad yeah you know because he's you know he he knows what he wants and he gets it yeah so you know i know what i want in life is to just get better every day so i mean having him and that mindset behind me always being like, you know, you can do what you got to do. And, you know, you're your own destiny pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, between him and my mom, just, you know, they're always behind my back, you know, making sure that everything's taken care of. You know, I'm, I grew up, they didn't really have to be over top of me or micromanage me. I just let them do my own thing. Yeah. So, you know, that's the, I think the best thing as a parent skill is that they didn't have to badge me every second where you're going. Because, you know, I was self-sufficient. They made me grow self-sufficient you know i didn't get a, i don't have drive a fancy car now i have a 98 civic you know yeah um you know ever since i got my first car my mom gave it to me yeah and uh i blew it up within a, a year because i wanted a stick shift yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah i did it pretty much on purpose and after that i really learned the value of a dollar and i had to buy my own car and and again hustle and i had to get a couple more jobs and everything like that but you know once i started to see the value of a dollar i really took it you know Seriously, all my friends when I was younger, they're like, oh, you work so much. You know, yeah. why don't you party? I, you know, I had my party days like anybody sure. else, but I worked to save to get to where I want to be today yeah. and grow. And now this is definitely the best time I've ever, you know, felt not only like just all the career goals that are growing and it's just, it's, it's a good feeling, you know, yeah. and being invited on the show, you know, to talk about where you came from and it shows that, you know, people 
people respect what I do and they really want to learn how I got to where I am. You know, exactly. I, like I said, I got a little house. I don't got a big fancy house. My old car, it runs Old Faithful. So yeah. she's good. Charlize is her name. You know, I think that's the closest. <laughs> <laughs> that's the closest I'll ever get to Charlize Theron. So I mean, you know, so that's, that's the car's name pretty much. <laughs> so, so, so where do you think that, that, that drive came from? Was it when you blew up your first car and you're like, holy smokes, I need multiple jobs to get where I need to go? Or you think that was something that was instilled in you at an earlier age? I think it was um, definitely instilled at a, like an earlier age because I saw my first paycheck at Wendy's and I was like, this is like 20 bucks, like for yeah. 50 yeah. hours. Like at the time, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this isn't bad. And then when I worked at the pizza place, um, you know, I was a dishwasher. I saw cash and then I started working, you know, more and more. You know, it was great. And, uh, but, you know, then I started delivering pizzas and tips, you know, cash and everything like that. And then, you know, I just saw money and I, you know, I, I don't say money's the most important thing, but it's definitely something that's going to help us ground to where we need to be in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely. Early on in my my life, I worried about money so much to the point where I was like, you know, working every second I could to save money. But, you know, I, I still enjoyed, you know, my life awesome just as I am today. But now financially, like, I'm, I'm not as worried. And now, like, I'm able to help my family. Like, it's the best, you know, between me helping myself and my anybody in my family, I can help and just, you know, be like, here you go. Like, my mom, she um, pretty much... She was one day, she's like, oh, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm not feeling good. And next thing you know, the next day I just got her floors for her whole house because I was like, I just want, it uplifted her so greatly. And I yeah. was like, that to me pays for everything. Like that, yeah. that's what I want in life, yeah. you know, and being able to give back. And that's, I think a big thing with, you know, bless itself is you literally it's faith, hard work, gratitude. Yeah. You know, you don't expect to be given anything in return. You want to give it out. You know, everything comes to you in the end. Yeah, you know? exactly. And you know, if you have a positive mindset in life, you'll really will get somewhere. I got to where I want to be today and I'm just going to keep growing. Yeah. You know, and that's all I want to do. Yeah. yeah pretty that's much. awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so let's switch things up, right? Go for it. All right. So you currently have three jobs. Yeah. Um, how did the idea of becoming an ordained minister come about? Because that's like one of my favorites because I, too, am an ordained minister, right? So, so how did that come about from you? So for me, for me, really quick for my story was we had it. a friend yeah. who wanted to, do, uh, wanted to get married and just could not figure out how this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and they figured that there was this other option. Um, that someone in um, who is an ordained minister can make it happen for them. And so... They are like, you're perfect for this. Yep. Can you do it? Or would you want to do it? I'm like, sure. And they're like, all right, well, you know, take, <laughs> let's take these steps. And, and we made it happen. Go right? for it. Um, and so after that, I did multiple weddings and stuff like that. Um, but but wh how did you become? Because a lot of people are almost like, oh, my God, I cannot wait to grow up and be an ordained minister. Yeah, it's, I know. People are like, why would you do this? I mean, this is exactly the thought process. So my cousin was getting married a few years ago, and my uncle flew in from out in California and he owns his own um he has his own church he's a pastor like a legit yeah pastor and as he was up there and projecting himself and with for my cousin's wedding they how he how he like worked the crowd and he was making people laugh I it just clicked right away and I'm like I just snapped a finger and I'm like I gotta try it yeah. I gotta see what I can do you know so yeah. the first couple I married I married in Washington Crossing State Park in my shorts and t-shirt, you yeah. know, but, you know, <laughs> after that, you know, I started taking it really serious. So I made it into a full on business where I give people 
their ceremony samples, the whole ceremony. They can choose religious, non-religious, anything they want. Yeah. And for me, that's important because I'm very, I'm probably one of the most open people I've ever even met myself because uh, not only from an HR perspective, just in life, you know, everybody comes from a different walk of life and I love learning different cultures, experiences, everything like that. Yeah. So once I started getting the marriage stuff going, I then started making a Facebook page, just like I do with my real estate page. And it's George Bradamus minister, ordained minister. So um, I started blasting on Facebook. Next thing you know, Facebook messages. Yo, can you marry me? Can you marry me? I said, sure. I started realizing that, that you know, I can, you know, not overly charge people, but I start, I was asking people, how much does it cost to get, you know, a wedding officiate? They're like, $500. I'm like, $500? I'll do it for like 300 bucks. You know, yeah. that's fine. Like, uh, and, you know, and... I meet with the couple, I am engaged with the couple, I talk to them on the phone, everything like that, and, you know, the most important thing is communication. Yeah. I didn't really get to stress that earlier, you know, any of the jobs that I do, communication, trust and communication are my number one and two things, because you have to communicate to your clients and anybody in any business, I mean, Miguel tells it for herself, like, if I literally, I'm like, hey, I can't make this appointment, can you fit me in the next day, and next thing you know, my man fits me in, you know, within that that day, and I that that to me is shows, you know, how much people really do take pride in their jobs. Yeah. So to me, I mean, I always will go the extra mile for anyone as well. So, you know, I've done a Roman Catholic and Jewish wedding put together because wow. both families are two different, you know, yeah. um, cultures or just uh, religions. I'm very, you know, I was raised Catholic, but I'm I'm believer in God, but you know, I'm not like I don't go to church every every day or anything like that. Sure. So, um. I think for the most part, you know, once I started getting going with the the ministry stuff, it really picked up. I mean, I did about 10 or 12 weddings this year. Wow. So in a transition, it also is a great networking for myself for real estate. So, Well, now so, that I married you, are you looking for so, a house? Yeah. So <laughs> the crazy thing is the incentive that I give to people, and I've done it for one couple, um, shout out to Joey and Kaylee, um, we were looking for a house for them, and pretty much... I was there. There was a recommendation they gave me as a referral to them, so I met with them, going over the wedding stuff, and they're like, "Well, we want to buy a house." And I'm like, "All right, I just started real estate, and I got them under contract for a house the same day that I married them." So, wow. um, yeah. So I was like, "You know what? It's a cool incentive. I'm not going to charge them for their wedding because you know they're buying a house for me, and yeah. you know I'm not here to gut anybody. So I don't. It's an incentive. You buy a house for me, That's I don't fantastic. charge you for the wedding. That is so <laughs> awesome. So it's a big yeah. thing for me because, like you know, at the end of the day, it's them being happy, but it also turns into them being like, you know what, you're a great person. I'm going to refer you to. Every, it's all about referrals and everything. Mm. I'm, I don't bank on it, but you know, a lot of my business does come from referrals and everything because you know people trust me and they want me to get the job done, and it's it's a, all my jobs are rewarding. Yeah, I can't complain. So, so my, my dude, I, I, and and I think it's very rewarding. Yeah, and and, and I've done it. And the way you're doing it is absolutely fantastic. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I, I started getting freaked out for myself. <laughs> um, so I, I did a, a handful. I did about five or six total. Yeah. And um, and then they're obviously they're all for like close friends or whatever. Um, but I started like overthinking it and freaked myself I out. I did. So I was like, what happens if something happens to me? Right. This person has been planning maybe the, the, the female possibly their whole lives for yep. this. And here I am. What if something were to happen to me on their wedding day? Oh, no one shows up. What do I do? So that thought 
regardless of Scare how shit. many people I talk myself out of that. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm thinking like this. <laughs> Who would say something? It still ate at the back of my mind. And See, I, I live like, for that. Yeah. I love the thrill of yeah. like not knowing, you know, what every day is going to bring me. So yeah. like, but I tell them, they always ask, do you want a deposit from? I said, nope. I don't know what's going to happen on your wedding day. I don't want any money until everything's completed. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's with the wedding stuff. It's, I think I've done about 25 to 30 weddings within a couple of years. So, mm. I mean, it's just growing. I've already got like five or six books for next year. So wow. I mean, it's just like, it just keeps yeah, cycling. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So how did you get the idea of becoming a realtor come about? Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I just, I was like, you know what? I bust my hump every day. I'm like, I want to buy a house. Like, I just want to buy a house. So my real estate agent, I called him up and I said, I want to start looking at houses. So I went to five houses and, you know, at the time I didn't want to spend more than 1100 bucks a month yeah. and I'm my house I'm paying now is thirteen twenty a month, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I don't care about the extra money. I got the house I wanted. Yeah, I'm happy. So the first day I saw my house, I, I just fell in love with it. I was like, I and a, a couple came through right after me. I said to my agent, I said, "You're getting me this house. Yeah, don't care what you gotta do. You're getting the house for me. Nick, we are going to go under contract. You know, we I'm getting for sale of the house. It's great. I'm, I get the house I want." And then I was in a relationship at the time, you know, and, you know, at the end of, you know, once August hit, I was renovating my house before moving in. I, um, I split up with my ex-girlfriend and, you know, I just wanted to focus with myself. Yeah. You know, I wasn't happy uh, with the relationship or just any part of the situation because I, I just wanted so much for myself yeah. and I wanted to grow as a person. And, and I was like, you know what? Everybody kept telling me after I bought my house, you know, like... And I thought of it, I'm like, I asked my real estate agent, I'm like, how do I become an agent? Yeah. Like, how do I do it? He goes, I'm like, is it hard? And he goes, no, it's it's not bad at all. I'm like, all right, tell me what to do. I went to schooling, you know, and and I tell people, you know, tests are, are crap to me because, you know, it is about your hustle because it took me four times to pass my exam. Yeah. It wasn't like I passed it in flying colors. It took me four times. I got really discouraged. And after the fourth time I passed, I literally like was in tears because... I was like, this is now going to change my life. I, yeah. I, I felt it. Like, I felt like that I'm going to be a good, like, a real estate agent. I'm going to be, you know, there for everyone. And next thing you know, like, I'm starting to get calls right away. I got my, f- my first listing. Fortunately, it didn't go through. But, you know, it, it just started picking up. And after I became a real estate agent, I'm like, I, I love this. Like, I live yeah. for, and I saw my first paycheck. Like, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in. Like, this is it. Like, you know. Because, you know, I'm able to now, like, renovate my house, help my family, you know, everything like that. And now transitioning with real estate, you know, to communications or email is easier for my full-time job. Because that's all I yeah. do is email all day and, and talk on the phone. I was like, I can do this in real estate. It's not that bad. Yeah. So transition-wise, it was not hard. But a lot of people, new agents, go to schooling once they get their license. So what I did, I just went right into the fire. I... Had my first contract, and uh, I remember the agent I was working with. Um, shout out to Lisa Longbox. She's she's awesome. So she, I tried to do an inspection re- uh, reply, and I, I didn't even know what it was. So yeah. And she's like, well, do you know what that is? I'm like, no. And from that point forward, like I was just every day learning something new in the business. Yeah. And now I've grown you know, 
to make a business it's like i thought about it like i'm really you know i don't pay i pay my taxes at the end like anybody else but it's a small business essentially so that mindset was really easy for transition because that's all my life is is supporting small businesses and you know corporations are great and all but the small businesses and the revolution is exactly what's going to make everybody thrive and everybody in the city bristol right itself is growing so i mean Real estate, yeah, it's just, it's very rewarding. I mean, there are downfalls to it where you're always on your phone nonstop. So, I mean, you saw it when I was coming in. I yeah. mean, yeah, you shushed us. Yeah, yeah, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I still feel horrible for that. <laughs> you guys remember, up. if anyone remembers uh, the, the show, The Wayans Brothers, yes. yeah. and the dad, you know, in real life, he just passed away, so rest in peace. But if you don't remember, he always went like he did the yeah, like, yeah. with his I finger was, going all crazy. <laughs> Look him up; it's hilarious. I was just like with my air, like my you know, just with my my phone, my fan, the little AirPods, because I'm tired of keeping my phone up to my ear. I'm just like, hey, I'm on the phone, you know, giving you the the phone, um, I guess lingo. So, <laughs> um, but you know, that's that's how my life is. I'm always on my phone. You know, it is a, a sacrifice, but. I mean, I thought about everybody's on their phone every day, so why mm-hmm. not just make money with it? Mm-hmm. But also help people. Like I'm literally people before ten minutes are stressing about you know looking for a house. I said, listen, I'm the roller coaster that's gonna like the safety bar. It's gonna help you through it. Like I'm a safety bar. I'm literally am. Like they can hold on to me because I'm gonna get them through. It's gonna be a roller coaster. Because if any real estate agent tells you it's a smooth ride, and I don't know what they're you know talking about, because no real estate <laughs> transaction, there's never a smooth. You know, there's always inspection issues or anything like that. Sure. So when I tell, I just tell blunt and honest up front. You know, it's a it's a hard business, and you know, but it's a roller coaster, and I'm going to get you through it. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of the clients that I meet are from open houses. I do a, like a two or one to two open houses uh, every weekend because I love to meet new people. I, like I said, I met, just met you guys tonight. So, yeah. I mean, it feels like you connect with people already. Yeah. So I'm all about vibes. I mean, yeah. if you don't vibe with someone, I'm out. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just I'm out. <laughs> like, you know, it's take it or leave it. So, you know, once I you know, bring people in for their open house, they're coming through my door. They already get weary because re- they think the agent's going to hound them, make them force them to sign in. I'm like, I literally tell them, like, listen, hey, if you want to sign in, if you want to sign in, if you don't, I really don't care. You know? Yeah. And they start to get thrown back because they realize that pretty much uh, essentially they're like, wow, this is someone who's not going to pressure me because it's not my full-time job. Yeah. I'm not depending on a commission check. I'm doing this because I truly love to help people. Yeah. You know, I've done it to where, you know, people have seen a house and they, you know, we have to terminate a contract. I don't care. You know, I want them to get the house they want. If we have to see 50,000 damn houses, I'll do it. I've been yeah. there. I've seen 50 houses with clients. I've seen one. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's for what they want and, and I take pride in everything I do, and real estate's definitely changed it for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so is there a balance there, right? So, like, on how many clients you can take on, uh, especially that you have a full time job. Yeah. So, th- if there is a client who is severely uh, picky in in, yeah. in in their, um, could that consume a lot of your time versus taking you know ten clients versus taking just two because this one person is well. Believe it or not, you know, what's cool about my full-time job is that, you know, real estate doesn't impact my full-time job during the day. Yeah. It always happens after after I get done work because I'm showing houses, everything like that. That's the best part about my full-time job. I love my state job. It's the coolest. It's a cool job. I work with great people, you know, all, all of my boss and my – it's like a little family. Um, yeah. And I've met a lot of uh, networking and relationships and connections with people within the department that see my work. And, you know, they really appreciate what I do. And I think it's one of the best feelings in the world where they, they really respect me. Yeah. So, you know, pretty much it's it's just awesome. I mean, everything about it, you know, between 
each one of these jobs is great. Yeah. So, so explain a little bit about your HR job, right? Yeah. H- how did that come about, and, and how did you incorporate it into the mix, <laughs> and to it, for it to become your main source of yeah, income? Yeah, absolutely. So, I applied for a position, and you know, at the time, it's twenty six thousand dollars a year six years ago, yeah. and before taxes, that's like you know, I could barely afford like a Levittown bedroom. You know? Yeah. Seriously, and I was living with my mom at the time, so I started working next to a director in HR. I just applied for any state job because I wanted to, you know, not only the health benefits aspect, I wanted to try the office life. I was an electrician, not an electrician, but I worked for my uncle in an electrical company. Before that, in construction, one of the hardest jobs I ever had. Yeah, it's not that in pharmacy I've worked in before are the two most stressful jobs I've ever had. Yeah. So you know, once I transferred to the office, I'm working fast, fast, fast. They're like you can take your time. I'm like, there's no slowing down for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't slow down. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. not in my blood. Right. So what happened was, you know, two years into it, and like I was saying before, I went back, got my bachelor's degree. I applied for a job at the Division of State Police, and I got that job. And within 11 months, I was there. I loved it. Had a great schedule and everything. I took a leap. I, uh, you know, I took a job that required your bachelor's degree. I was like, I need to utilize this job. I yeah. didn't utilize the degree. And the my boss now, she, she took me and recruited me for this job, and it's it's seriously changed my life in that aspect, because you know she in turn, you know, she trusts me yeah. and. Everything that I, she doesn't have to micromanage me or anything like that. And that's the most important thing for me as a person is I don't want my boss being up my, up my butt pretty yeah. much. So, you know, her letting me just do my thing has helped me grow so much um, as an individual for professional, for HR. So I just do recruitment. I've done, um, I'm trying to think. Also, leave management, payroll. I've done it all. So yeah. that's another jack of all trades within the HR. So it's right. like I'm learning that too. So, but now with the recruitment side, I love it because I'm bringing all these college kids on board and I'm the first face that they see. So, yeah. you know, I'm that positive vibe that they want to see doing their onboarding. Yeah, so yeah. given that, you know, energy off to them, spreading it, they, they feel good when they're walking out. They're not like stressed, like, here's your paperwork. This is it. I'm like, here, this is what you need. You got any questions you call me. Yeah. Like I said, it's always every client that I work with or any, you know, buddy in the state, I tell them my phone doesn't shut off or my email doesn't shut off. So if you need something, if I'm on vacation, I'll do it. You know, I've been on vacation before where I found that one of my clients owed $6,000 the day before, the day right after I found out while I'm three hours behind, you know, yeah. out in the middle of West in Canada. So yeah. I had to do what I had to do and they, they took care of the need to, but it's, it's that stress level that you have to handle as a person. So, you know, people think real estate is, you know, HR job, my full-time job's great. It has its stressors a little bit, but it's really not stressful to me. Yeah. It's it's not bad. I work four days a week. It's great. Yeah. Um, But real estate's where you get the stress because I, but I, I love the stress, believe it or not, because once you get those results, um, it's, it's so rewarding. You know, one of my clients, I just got, you know, there was a stucco side inspection nightmare and, you know, I requested 20 grand. You know, yeah. and next thing you know, you know, we're battling back and forth and, you know, I, I send a termination and the next thing you know, I, and he goes, you know what, we'll give you the money. Like, and my clients felt, you know, so blessed. They really did. So my client actually said a serenity prayer before I sent the, you know, the contract over to request all this stuff. And it really, truly worked. Faith really did work yeah. for this. And it felt so good, you know, yeah. to to have that behind, you know, and I, I just thought it was really cool. So that's awesome. Yeah. So so where do you think you get the 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 positive outlook on things, right? So every day, um, 
you know, provides us something different. And right. I truly do think it's the way we internalize it, the way we accept it, uh, the way we interpret it. Yeah. You know, um, you know, sitting in traffic is a perfect example. <laughs> You'll see some guy banging his forehead on his steering wheel while some, you know, other person is singing to whatever song is, you know, and we're all in the same situation. Mm-hmm. What do you think uh, about attitude that helps make a difference? Well, you said, where did I get it from? It's my mother. <laughs> my yeah. mother is the most bubbly person that I've ever met in my life. Yeah. She's goofy. She's fun. She's driven. She's, her job that she's at now is very high demand. She works for, you know, director and comptroller. So she, she's in the fire every day. So, I mean, seeing that, I was like, you know, I, I got that from her, you know, being able to, you know, work, engage with people and everything and my father i got the financial aspect my dad is amazing with money so i mean he taught me all about the financial aspect of what i should do and everything so that transition was great for me but my mother mainly is she's my backbone she's literally like every day support like she's there for me and it's it's the coolest feeling you know and and she even said it before i got on the podcast she goes you know, I, I try to give you as much as I can. You know, I've you know I've always feel like you know I, I give more. Mom, you did you did everything you did and beyond. You know, what yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. parents, you know, sometimes feel like they have to give you the world. Like yeah. they have to give you cars, they have to give you this, they give you that. My parents gave me you know support. Yeah, that's what that's what you need to do as a parent. Yeah, I have no kids that at least I know of. Yeah. You know, yeah. so <laughs> so right. you know, but you know, it's the fact of. You know, having that support from your parents is going to help you grow as an individual. Yeah. Because a lot of parents that I see are very close-minded, and they want their kids to be engineers, they want them to be scientists. If your kid wants to be a ballet dancer, let them be a ballet dancer. You yeah. Know? I tell my mom, she goes, "You split." Like she's like, "You can do anything you want." You know what I mean? And I was like, "You know, you're right." And I, you know, I'm, one, I'm an agent, I'm a minister, and I'm an HR rep. Like yeah. stuff. <laughs> I and at thirty, almost thirty years old, never thought I would even think of to do yeah and i thought i'd be sitting in an office all day and then i start seeing stuff my philosophy is if i see something i like i go for it you know girls it doesn't work as so much it doesn't really (laughs) (laughs) because i have i get the nerves or you know they are they sometimes are out of my league but i still try but i always tell people you know (laughs) you better go down swinging uh it's better than looking so absolutely so um it's all good so 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 what's your take on uh managing a hectic lifestyle yeah, so it is a pretty hectic lifestyle, but this, it's um, I mean, it's my phone. I mean, I use my ma- my calendar pretty solidly. It's basically, you know, I, I emails. I just keep track a lot of it in my head, believe it or not, and I write down on sticky notes. Sticky notes are very important. Um, yeah, you know, but you know, yeah. believe it or not, I can manage my schedule sure. through all the apps for my showings and apps and everything. So it's mainly just on my phone, you know, calendar. Organization. You have <laughs> if you're not organized in these jobs, you'll never succeed. And communication. Communication, trust, organization, and, you know, the positive attitude like we've always been saying. And and just being able to, you know, give that pretty much, you know, energy to everybody else. Everybody deserves positive energy. You know, I'm a very positive person. Like I said before, I have my own demons, just like anybody else, between my anxiety, OCD, and, you know, just ADD. But, you know, I don't project that on anybody else. You know, yeah. I keep that internally. You know, when I get home, it's probably triggers a lot. But that's actually why I work a lot, too, because it keeps me calm. You know, having bouncing around and playing music, again, is, is my outlet. And it's literally changed. It's helped me so much. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so as for what you have done thus far, yeah. uh, what has been your best slash most memorable experience? <laughs> Oh man! Um, was it buying the house? 
graduating. We got limited date up down to one. Woo. One um, of just one of one of. I'm sure. I, I'm sure there's probably you know a I handful would, of. Them. I would say um, buying buying the house. I knew I was going to want to get my degree, and that's yeah. changed my life and my job expectation and everything. But signing that paperwork to to get those keys was probably one of the coolest feelings because after settlement, I was able to go right to my house and I could do anything I want. I started taking down quarter round around right away to start hacking at my house because I was like, it's mine. Like it's something that I finally got. Like when I was younger, like 16, all I wanted was like Subaru STI and Evos and these fancy cars. I was like, yeah, you don't need a house. I don't really care. You know? Yeah. And I laugh at that because I'm like, I don't even care about cars, you know. I care about houses, you know. And you need a living uh, dwelling to survive. You can't think a tent's going to really be sufficient. So, I mean, having a house and, and coming home to something that I own and, and that I take pride in is definitely the biggest accomplishment so far. And it's cool, I think, for being a realtor too, yeah. right? So when you have new home buyers, you know what that feeling awaits yeah. them. Yeah, and that's right? what's cool. That it's, excitement. It's amazing. And I, and I think that's the other reason why I wanted to really get into it because I love to help people. That's yeah. all I love to do. I actually went to school for nursing for a little bit. Huh. And then the microbios and anatomies just didn't flow with me. I, I was horrible at them. I could barely even tell you what it, the damn elbow stands for. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but being able to, you know, pretty much – I always tell every client I work with, I've been there. I know what yeah. the stress is like. You know, but having me there with you is going to make it easier. And at the end of the day, when they sign those papers, and then they also tell me, like, I've put in offers, you know, the past weekend. They're like, I trust you. Whatever you have to do to get this, I trust you. Like, hearing those words yeah. is not only rewarding, it's also frightening. Because yeah. they just met you a day ago. <laughs> I, right, you know, right. I've, I've done it to where I met someone at an open house. And I said, you can call me whenever you need me. She goes, and then the next day she goes, I want to put a house an offer on a house and literally she goes I, I trust you. like she basically is saying to me I trust you to get it done I just met you yesterday and I'm like well wow. all right so we put the offer in and we got it you yeah. know but of course we backed out it wasn't a good inspection but just that initial personal connection can really set something off because perfect example is I was at a wedding that didn't perform went yeah. to a wedding actually I get off the clock sometimes <laughs> I met a professor you know at the bar just ran into him by accident. And next thing you know, I'm selling his house in South Philly. I'm getting the buyer and the seller at the same time. And one little conversation literally transferred into uh, a transaction and helping. And then I also spoke at St. Joe's University to all these kids, you know, to tell them how I got to where I was, exactly what I'm doing today. It's literally the coolest feeling when, you know, you guys reach out or anybody asks me, like, I want to hear your story. Yeah. It makes you feel like, not like a celebrity, but it just makes you feel good that people really do respect what you do. Like I said, I'm very humble of what I do. I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not a boisterous person. I just like to show the results because I like to shock people. Yeah. And more or less, I, do, I, I just like to do the job and then I'll be like, well, see, I told you I'd get it done right, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm confident in what I do. So, you know, if I don't know something, Thing, I can go to someone else for sure. I think it's very important too when you're doing so much and you work so much to have that balance. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk a little bit about yeah. you, your 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 hobby. But before you get into that, you keep it kind of lighthearted, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, recently, you know, my brother Miguel shows me a video of you. <laughs> 
screaming at the top of your lungs that Santa was coming down your street <laughs> and that you knew him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. It was it was, yeah. it was a super fun thing to watch. And it's like this is exact. This is the mentality like everyone needs to have. Be a kid again. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, because we're so serious about everything. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, I just got this car. I just paid this car off. Now I got to get another car. And it's like you were crunching numbers and everything gets so twisted and right. so serious in our minds. Right. You're like, oh my god, this, we're supposed to enjoy this process. Right. And we're like kind of ruining it in our minds, being so stressed out. I felt like I got stressed out hearing a conversation like that. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Hope no, he no. finds it. I hope he gets what he wants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even me. No, <laughs> you know it's just, it's, I'm with you because like, you know, like I, I love posting Instagram stories of either me cooking or, you know, the Santa thing because I, I do, I like saying stuff that's going to trigger people to make them laugh. Like Santa, I know him. It's from Elf. So Absolutely. people are like, oh my God, he just literally said that. And there's kids <laughs> outside next to me and I'm like, Given you know the, the horns like Santa, I love on. you. Yeah, like I'm sitting there screaming nuts, but I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah. I just, my fly, I just don't care. What people think anymore. You yeah. know, I was you know when I was younger, um, you know, I didn't I get bullied on when I was in like middle school or something. But I was always a nerd, you know. Yeah. And in high school, I was a noodle, and I'm still yeah. a noodle to this day. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a goober, and you know, it's you take it or leave with me. And yeah. you know, I you know I got to where I am, and people were like, wow, I can't believe you. You know, it's awesome, like, just how successful you've been, you know. I'm like, but it doesn't come easy, you know. Yeah. Like we said before, like, you literally, you can't knock the hustle because people get envious of people saying, oh, he's got all this stuff. Yeah, because I worked my buns off to get to where I need to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like I said, I don't have a fancy car. I just got a simple house. I love to travel. I love to eat, obviously, 270 pounds. I mean, you got to be something. So, <laughs> so, so. I mean, I just went to my nutritionist, and she goes, yeah, or a doctor, and she goes, yeah, you should definitely go to a nutritionist. And I'm like, all right, I got the paper, and I felt good for a second, and I literally ordered a pizza like two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just I, I want to go back to the gym and stuff, but, you know, I work so much, and it's a li- that's a lifestyle in itself, yeah. you know, and I, I don't knock anybody who goes to the gym. I definitely want to eat better down on the road, but... I love food, and I have accepted, you know, that the dad bod minus the children people um, is something that, you know, I embrace. And you got to be comfortable within yourself. A lot of people aren't, you know. Yeah. I rock I, I rock no shirt on going to the beach because I just don't care what people think. You know, yeah. having that positive mentality and energy, just spreading that out to people is what I want to give to people. Yeah. You know? And I think that that, that – leans into your work too right yeah so if 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 you're very and if you're a very insecure person about every little detail in your life people are gonna they're gonna smell that on you if you're the realtor right oh my god they're like oh my god this person's not even sure about themselves how they're gonna be secure about the biggest transaction in my life that's and i love that 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 just whole entire thrill of being the biggest part of not only their marriage but their their house. I don't do divorces either, but you know, not yet. Not yet. So uh, I'll be a one-stop shop at that point. So being able to hold on to them and make them, you know, feel amazing when they get the house that they want is awesome. And, you know, like I said, embracing that and just, you know, holding that down is the best. It's the best stress slash thrill slash rewarding thing I've done in my life is getting someone a house and then being like, thank you, George. You really just, you've done, you're the best. And that you're the best is like, literally, that's all I, I don't care about the money at that point because I'm just like, it makes me feel good that I've done my job and everything. It's so cool. So what do you think about um, when opportunity arises, right? Mm-hmm. So you had a slew of jobs, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> in your lifetime, when opportunity arises, what's to be said for someone who takes advantage of it? I literally tell you what just happened uh, two hours ago. I um, been working with my real estate company now, uh, Solomon Realty, for uh, about a year and a half. So I love my place. I love it. Um, but you know, I was presented an opportunity for another company, and I you know thought about it, and I I'm taking a leap of faith. I'm yeah. literally going to another company, hopefully next week or two, trying something completely different because. I want I want more. I just yeah. want more. I want to keep going. If you see an opportunity arise and you're you're scared, you're you're allowed to be scared. Like it's not not normal to be scared because it's a it's a jump. It's something that you're not comfortable with. You know yeah. what I mean? You're if you're comfortable where you're at, a lot of people do. But you know, if you don't take that leave of faith in it, whether you mess up or not, you know, at least you try. It's like yeah. I said, literally, if you talk to a girl, if I see her at the bar and I'm like, she's beautiful, if I don't go and talk to her, something could have happened. But you know, I um I go and talk to any girl that I, I like, you yeah. know. So that transitions just in the personal life in general. Like any opportunity that rises, it literally you go for it. Like, don't even think about it. Like, if you think about it too much, you overthink it. But, you know, if you feel good about trying something new, you just do it. I mean, that's literally, it's just do it. Like, Nike, just do it. Yeah. So, and just send it, you know. Just yeah. don't think about it and just commit and go. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, you got to give yourself that opportunity because if you never see your true potential, because I didn't see that I could sell houses, you know. I didn't know I could you know, be a real estate agent or anything like that, you know, but now I took that leap of faith. I, you know, I'm, and it's paid off yeah. in dividends. And, and I, I try to transition that to everybody else. I'm like, do what you want to do. It makes you happy. Yeah. It's just like that with music, playing drums, you know, um, learning from Guitar Hero, a video game. I've never thought I could keep a beat. I mean, I'm not a professional drummer, a technical drummer, but like it's, made music a million times even more enjoyable than I've already loved it. It's a yeah. huge impact in my life. And uh, my mom brought me up on music. You know, I remember when The Doors came on, she brought it in, and that's, you know, it's, it's literally made me, you know, the person I am today. It's my mom and my dad and everybody, my brother, yeah. Andrew. So, I mean, like, family is family's everything. Yeah. You know, if you don't have that family support or and friends, my friends, you know, support me for everything I do. And... You know, it's just you have to have your friends and family there for you. If not, then it's you. You have no one to go back to. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm taking a leap of faith. Um, opportunity somewhere else. You know, as much as I was comfortable at my one place, I'm ready for something new. I'm ready to expand my horizons as an individual in real estate. So I'm ready to go. You nice. Know what I mean? Yeah. So what is there to be said? So if someone's a, a jack of all trades, yeah. and I know you didn't coin yourself that. Master of none, though. No. Yeah, that was something that I put out there. <laughs> I love just it. To, whatever, just having fun. Um, what is there to be said about something with focus, right? Because someone's thinking like, all right, well, if you're doing X, Y, and Z, how do you stay focused in you know doing multiple things at, at once? once? Yeah. yeah, sure. So... Like I said, I have ADD, so I mean, focus is, so that it's helps. actually tough sometimes. <laughs> it's tough sometimes, you know, short-term memory is something I, I struggle with, you know, it's not a bad thing, but you know, it's, sometimes I forget stuff if I don't write it down, I'm a very visual person. Yeah. So when I see something and I need to do something, I do it and I don't think about anything else. Like when I got my degree, a two-year degree literally takes someone two years. I did 17 classes in six months, you know, yeah. I did it all online. I came here from work, working two jobs, and I just, I didn't think, I just kept going, plus financially, it was cheaper. It only cost me like $3,500 for a bachelor's degree. People yeah. are paying hundreds of thousands. So, you know, I, I I tell people, you know, when you need to focus, like 
if you have to put music on, you got to put music on. If you have to, you know, shut the door, shut the door. Whatever you got to do to make yourself in that climate of focusing is is adapting to the situation that you're in. You yeah. know, adapting is everything. And everything every day is changing. So, you know, focus is a big part in real estate and my full-time job. If I'm not focused in my jobs, um, I could fail. And it's a ministry is honestly the most focused out of all of them because you have two, 300 people looking at you and you're reading a book and you don't want to slip up on any words, you know, and you want to make sure that it's professionally done and everybody's happy. So focus is everything. It's so true too because if if going back on the whole opportunity thing and recognizing, you know, opportunity when it presents itself, um, if you're a focused person, you'll see the opportunity like if it's highlighted off of a you know off of a sheet of paper because it's what you need to get to where you want to be right absolutely so if you're not focused and you don't know what you want sometimes opportunity presents themselves you don't even realize it's an actual opportunity I know you think it's just a hurdle you just think it's just a wall you just think it's oh something that's gonna get in the way or just busy work but if you're focused and and it almost sounds like you know like a double negative there but if you are focused you're almost even more apt or able to take on more yeah and when an opportunity does present itself um you're able to recognize it and a true hustler right and going back to the whole hustle aspect of it you'll figure a way of how to make it happen absolutely um there, there's a lot of excuses out there um there's a ton i mean we've heard them all right? oh i get it every day um, yeah absolutely <laughs> it's, it's, even for even for being a realtor agent right and 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 you need a client to sign a few paperwork a few documents or whatever yeah. it is, and it'll take three days to do it. It's like I thought you wanted this. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I can't like, do that. I'm right. I'm on them every second. Exactly. And that's <laughs> what I mean. It's like that versus a person who just gets it done. And there's a difference. And there's something to be said about the person who has literally what they set out for, right? And compared to the person who has no real direction or focus and complains that you know. This must be, you know, God's will. I don't have right. anything. Right. Uh, here I am, broke, poor, and smelly. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, that's not what this, no, any of this is to. about. It's like you have to put in the work to get you to, have to Yeah, it's like faith is one thing, but that's the reason why the second thing is hard work. Literally, it's hard it's, work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's there. It's like you can imagine, and you know, and one of the biggest mistakes I think. Um, which I don't even think it was a mistake. I think it was done purposely. Is one of my favorite books uh, was The Secret uh, by Rhonda Byrne. But the 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 issue with it was it didn't fully explain everything. And when you read it, you have to almost come to that understanding that this isn't a full explanation on how the law of attraction uh, actually works. It's an explanation. Uh, almost an introductory on what it can do. Right. Right. And so then when you start finding people who are just sitting around meditating all day about what they want in life and it doesn't come to them like dude that's not the law of attraction right you're doing one step of multiple things that need to be done hence the reason why the blessed lifestyle brand and i not to over exaggerate or over plug here and it sounds like i am but it's it's factual it's literally how i've gotten everything i've ever wanted yeah in my life and it's literally the recipe. I'm with you. I'm, it happened to me too. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I mean, the, the three, faith, hard work, and gratitude is three things that we need to live by. Um, you know, faith-wise, I mean, you know, everybody's got their own religions, but you know, just gotta be, you got to have faith in some way or another mm-hmm. in something. You know, you can't 
just expect everything to be handed to you. You gotta, right. you gotta have the hard work there. I mean, you know, like I said, I wasn't raised from you know a, a rich family or or poor family. It was a working class. You know, yeah. it's like anybody else. But you know, seeing how my parents worked, I'm like, I need that too. And then I started seeing, you know, a lot of people I run into are like, oh man, you must be making a lot of money. You must be doing this. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm doing okay, but but I'm working my my buns off to get yeah. to where I need to be in life for the future too and for investments and and just my own life yeah and then gratitude is you know i appreciate everything i have you know everything i have in life is was not given to me the only thing i said was given me was the car i got everything else you know even like i said that papa john's pizza i got two nights ago was one of the best things i needed (laughs) even though i i hate i hate that it was 11 30 at night and i was starving yeah you know i was so appreciative of it because i was hungry but you know it's it's but we, we all have to really appreciate the little things no matter what in life what brings at us because mm. people always think big pressure, but there's a lot of little things just like a small business. You know, the little businesses really help a community grow and going to these bigger corporations and everything. It really, you know, it hurts us, you know, yeah. and I, you know, I work for smaller firms and that's fine. I've, I literally had my first customer go, you know, since the house didn't sell in six months. And it was an overpriced house I took, you know, but I took it because it was my first listing. She goes, I'm going back to the bigger company. I felt more comfortable. I said, fine, you can do that, you know. But in real estate, it's not the company. It's the person behind that that's helping you, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's an interpersonal connection, you know. You need to have that interpersonal connection with someone in real estate or any business, whether it's Miguel's business. If you don't have that interpersonal connection with your client, you're never going to succeed, ever. Absolutely. And, you know, having that positive attitude, giving that off to people, puts them at ease but also you need to know how to be calm cool collective in certain situations yeah yeah awesome all right so any any closing uh words how can people reach you what are your you know your social yeah. media handles all right so let me get the scroll out so no no <laughs> the um what you call it so we my instagram is uh there's two of them. So you have at Georgie B from the C. You know, I got that nickname in seventh grade. So mm-hmm. it stuck with me and it matches my personality. And then you have uh, George Berdamas Realtor on Instagram. And then Facebook is uh, George Albert, just my normal name for my personal. And then uh, business is George uh, Berdamas Ordained Minister. And then also you have uh, George Berdamas Realtor. So, I mean, you know, I and anybody out there that, you know, know someone needs help with something you know you can always come to me or any questions but you know being here makes me feel so cool like so so appreciative of getting an opportunity to to tell a little bit of my story you know like i said i'm not a celebrity or anything but you know i you know i i love everybody that's around me and the support that i got from my family friends and everyone and you guys here especially today it's really gonna it's helped me grow as a person and make me realize how much i have accomplished and yeah. uh definitely am appreciative for sure so anybody out there you know just keep hustling and you know if you ever doubt yourself or anything like that don't you know keep pushing forward and you know, don't look back at the repercussions and make sure you're happy. The number one thing is you have to be happy in life. And if you're not, definitely, you know, get that turned around because we only got one life and, you know, I'm trying to make the best fit. And I think everybody out there, you definitely should too, for sure. Awesome. Well said, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. We like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Chris Grosser. Opportunities don't happen. You create them. The second one is by Thomas Jefferson. I find that the harder I work, the more luck I seem to have. 
Jack of all trades. In this episode, we have special guest George Berdamas. We cover topics that range from multitasking, importance of focus, embracing and recognizing opportunity, raw hustle, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Chris Grosser and Thomas Jefferson. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Fuse podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.